The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. Glory to you, O Lord. Jesus spoke to the crowds and to his disciples, saying, The scribes and the Pharisees have taken their seat on the chair of Moses. Therefore, do and observe all things whatsoever they tell you, but do not follow their example. For they preach, but they do not practice. They tie up heavy burdens hard to carry and lay them on people's shoulders, but they will not lift a finger to move them. All their works are performed to be seen. They widen their phylacteries and lengthen their tassels. They love places of honor at banquets, seats of honor in synagogues, greetings in marketplaces, and the salutation, Rabbi. As for you, do not be called Rabbi. You have but one teacher, and you are all brothers. Call no one on earth your father. You have but one father in heaven. Do not be called master. You have but one master, the Christ. The greatest among you must be your servant. Whoever exalts himself will be humbled, but whoever humbles himself will be exalted. The Gospel of the Lord. Yeah, as, uh, as we're making our way through the Lenten season, you know, as we are um, en- engaging again in a, in a serious way in, in those penitential practices of, of prayer, fasting, and almsgiving, um, how do we know that we are headed in the right direction? Do you know? Because it's easy for, it's easy for things we do um, really to be expressive of different motivations, right? We could do, you could have two people doing the same thing for very different reasons. And uh, it's, it's very, very significant for us uh, that, we, uh, that we get our motivations right. And, uh, and we see Jesus um, you know, offering this, this example. You know, he's, he's launching into the, the, um, the fifth uh, teaching block in, in the gospel of, of Matthew. Right here is the uh, the new Moses, but the, the great prophet who's to lead his people into, into the world that God is creating, the, God, the world that God is, say, making possible for his people uh, to live into, the way, really to, to make possible for them the, the way to live that they were always intended to, to live by, right? Man being, being made in the image and likeness of God is, is God's plan from, uh, from the beginning, and yet we see how badly we get it. So even, even doing say, good things or good practices, and of course, some of these are, are not so good, but to do good, do good things and good practices is only half of it, right? and maybe even, maybe even smaller than that. You know, why, do we, why do we do what we do? Yeah, here we see the, um, the, uh, the underlying motivation of, of the Pharisees. Right? He, he says very clearly at the, at the very center of this uh, particular pericope, all their works are performed to be seen. Yeah, that's, this is a massive indictment of them. All their works are performed to be seen. Yeah, why do why do we do what we do? Yeah, um, it's this is a, this is a challenge for us as we as again as we make our way through Lent because again committing ourselves to the right practices or the right things, right. Um, we hear in, we hear in the in in the prayers of the mass things like chastening our bodies, right? There's some sense of um, uh, curbing our unruly desires, uh, making making sure that uh, that we are uh, say <laughs> decentralizing 
the ego as it were, like decentralizing our, decentralizing our lives in the sense of, you know, we, we're all too uh, self-consumed, self-absorbed, we're full of ourselves, right? It's, it's, all about, it's all about me. And I can, say that with, I can say that with some confidence, you know, not knowing the, uh, your, your inner life, because <laughs> not only am, am I living it myself, but I realize every, every time I, uh, I commit myself to, to go beyond, to go beyond in, in love and praise and worship of God, to go beyond in, in service of Him and love, right, especially um, you know, patience, uh, kindness, the, the like, whenever I commit myself to go beyond, there is this, there is this inertia, right? There is this, and and even even more so, th- there's a force that that holds me back, that that keeps me in the realm of comfort. Now, yeah, of course, I can take care of a great many things as long as I'm comfortable. But as soon as I have to go beyond into increased patience, kindness, generosity. I'm not so sure anymore, right? But this is the, this is the sense of our, our centering on ourselves, and we can't. Now, if we allow that to, to simply go unchecked, which I think um, many of us do perhaps most of the time, then we find ourselves in a miserable position. Not simply, say, this, this miserable position of, of self-exaltation and then, you know, having, having to defend my persona against the attacks of reality, right? This is like, I, I'm hoping this is not, I'm hoping this is not you, but this is, uh, you know, many, many of us who engage in social media, right? It's like, okay, I'm going to put like this view of myself up there, right? All the pretty, all the pretty pictures I can find, right? All the, all the little ways that I can, I can show this is, I'm, I'm living my best life, you know? And all the while, like under this kind of umbrella of you know, outward facing, everything's perfect. Our lives are are crumbling because we we we're trying to prop it up in every place where it's you know it's susceptible, and it's susceptible, of course, like I said, to to reality, to the fact that that's actually not my life, yeah, and uh, and of course, it's not anyone else's life either. We've got all the, we've got this uh, already this uh, virtual reality of. You know, our, our avatars are, are playing or not playing with each other. Do you know, it's, a, it's really unreality. So, the, and there's a lot of, there's a lot of misery, right? There's, there's a lot of misery that goes that way. But there's, but there's a greater misery yet in this, in this reality that Jesus is exposing for us today. And that is not, not living. Okay. So I'm going to put it two ways. One is not living to the plan and purpose of God. That is a great misery. You know, this, not living to the plan and purpose of God. What what is left for us if we're if we're not then giving ourselves over to God's plan and His purpose? A life of relative meaninglessness. Yeah, and that and that's a that's a big challenge for us as well. Yeah, all of us have access to to a meaningful life. Even if you say, "Well, I don't know," like I see it, my life seemed pretty meaningless yesterday, and I'm going to be doing the same stuff today. Seems pretty meaningless. No. We have access to God, right? We have access to we have access to God in prayer. We can associate ourselves with the author of all meaning. And even our prayer allows our lives to be meaningful. Yes, yeah, so this is this is one thing. The the other way to look at it is to say, not the plan and purpose of God, because I think it suggests, of course, this is activity and uh, and it's this is not simply about activity. It's about who we are, who we're made to be. We're made in the image and likeness of God. 
Yeah, we're made to live at the, at the intersection of heaven and earth. We're made as God's kings and his priests, right? which means that we offer earth to heaven and we offer the life of heaven to earth. Yeah, we, we reflect God's goodness into the world. And, th- and this is really you know, what stands behind all of this, right? Living for, the, living for the, the, the temporal and ephemeral realities of life, no, right? Live, like what, when we ask something like, what is the success of my life? Okay, what, you know, what do I have to achieve in order, to, in order for me to consider my life successful? It's usually, it's usually n- not, I think for, let's say, okay, I won't look at you and do it, but let, let's say for the man on the street, you know, it's usually not, um, I, want to, I want to grow in my capacity to receive God and reflect his own life of love. It's usually not, you know, I, I want to grow in my capacity to serve God, to love the people that he entrusts to my care. And I know that I, know that I have room to grow there. And I know that, but I, but I know that a life well lived is, is a life of love, love of God, right? Love, wholehearted love of God and wholehearted love of, of neighbor as self, right? That's not, the, that's not the answer that we're gonna get, right? So we, st- uh, we start, when we, when we lose sight of our uh, capacity uh, or our various capacities uh, to, uh, as God's image bearers, then we start to play little games with other things. Yeah, we're going to be, okay, you know, like, we lost sight of that, but here we go. I'm really successful at this particular thing. I take a lot of pride in that. You know, I, I have I have a lot of these things, and I, you know, this this is what makes me rich. This is what this is what makes my life worth living. My friends, it's not. Yeah, this is this is the this is the challenge here, especially for those of us, and this is all of us, right? We we have been called to be God's renewed people who are set about the restoration of the world. This is this is what it means to be an image bearer, and we're working towards renewed image bearing this Lenten season, which means we've got to drop some of the games, right, that we play. That th- I mean, we've, we've got to stop uh, pursuing, to some extent, satisfaction, comfort, pleasure, and the like, because we have to pursue with single-minded dedication and devotion God and the things of God. Yeah, we have, we have to pursue, again, the path that leads to renewed image bearing. And if we're engaging in, in Lent, both our Lenten practices, but are just our, our, this period of, of devotion that God has given us to grow in love of him and to grow in love of our neighbor as self, then we're, we are on the way. And we don't, need to, we don't need to put, I don't need to put a lot of pressure on you this morning. I want to put pressure on you enough to focus your hearts and minds, but I don't want to put pressure on you to say this is your work. It's not your work. God is at work to renew you. Right, we're being made in the image and likeness of God. We follow Him who is the perfect image bearer, Christ Jesus. He's the He's the one who has gone this way, the way of radical humility, the way of radical generosity, and He calls us now simply to trust and follow Him. So we dedicate ourselves to Him here and now in prayer, and we commit ourselves to His service. Lord, wherever you wherever you lead us, we will go and we will serve you there.